Well, hello. Have you been gaining weight? The name's Peter. James Peter. That's... I feel like you just dodged my question. I feel I'm like. a little sensitive about it. Why? Why do you ask if I've well, been gaining weight? Just because everyone online is like talking about how in this quarantine oh. they're all like gaining weight. I feel, yeah. And I have, and I haven't been, and so like I'm, I can't, like I'm actually, lo- I've been losing weight, That's and so I can't. Really good. Yeah, but I just can't. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I think part of it, like I think I'm. I think for a while I was burning fat. I think now I'm burning muscle oh, because I'm oh. like, like mm. I can't go to the gym. Oh, I see. And so, right. but I don't really want to like just eat more calories. <laughs> like, right. So I'm in this weird limbo of like I'm burning fat, like I'm reducing body fat, but I'm also losing muscle because right. I'm. You're not exercising you know. to build that muscle or maintain that muscle right. mass. Yeah, I'm in like a, I'm, I'm in like a, I, I fluctuate back and forth between a, <laughs> a calorie deficit right. and like, and and like a maintaining weight kind of calorie thing, just right. to kind of like keep it healthy, so it's not just like plummet, yeah. plummet, plummet. Yeah. Uh, but I can't really like I've got no weights and I've got no, you know. Yeah. So There's, I don't know. So two things. I okay. feel like, one, now that I'm aware of this, when I text you and be like, hey, how's your day going? Don't, like, actually tell me what's happening. Just tell me, like, the calorie count. Okay. That that sure. kind of gives I, me an I indication. Mean, I haven't actually been counting. Well, oh. I just, you know. Mm, okay. You like, sh- I know I'm at, I, I, yeah. Should you? No. Everyone's like, I'm, yeah, I don't I'm count calories. As, don't. You know. uh, the other but, thing, uh, you know, there's all those, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on what kind of exercises you're wanting to do. Like, there's like some stuff with like toilet paper rolls you see online, and I I've been know. thinking about going and buying. So normally, because we live in Canada, mm. uh, normally we buy bagged milk. Sure. Um, but I've been thinking about going and getting two of the like big jugs of milk, yes. and then when they're when they're done, yep. when they're empty, just like fill them up with water. Right. And uh, or sand even, yep. and use or, those as or like cement if you're weights. really wanting some gains. If I'm nuts, then yes, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? Good, We're like th- good. Three three minutes into this bad boy, and we haven't greeted each other, nor have we talked about movies. Well, hey, you know that's fine. It's it's for those who are tuning in. Welcome to the Movie Men Podcast. Um, we sound like we're in the same room. We're not. We are social distancing and we encourage you to do so as well. Correct. Yeah. Um, how, how are you? Uh, well, I'm Other than your caloric and muscle problems. I'm good, I think. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um. Overall. Yeah. I, I had a, I've had a couple of rotten grocery store experiences, but. Ooh. Aside from that. I guess that is kind of par for the course these days, unfortunately. I I feel like people weren't that... I I feel like people weren't this insistent on sharing my airspace prior to the pandemic. (laughs) I feel like now that it's a good idea to stay away from people, Mm. people are just coming up in me like, hey, does my tongue taste funny to you? (laughs) You've obviously never been to Singapore. I've clearly I've never been to Singapore. Hmm. 
Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I get it. This is of all the times on Earth in times in history this is not the time to be robbing up in people's grills at the grocery store when it's already stressful enough right I mean, it's not i needed. mean you're there you know grocery shopping you, you don't know if you you can't remember like you forgot the list you don't know if you need eggs sure you don't know if you normally get the one percent or the 14 percent sour cream it's just stressful it is Oh, for sure. Women, women, stop sending your men to do grocery trips. <laughs> We're not good at it. We don't know. We don't know what we need. Yeah. One time, I was sent out to get a list of things, and I was told to get a big bag of flour. Like, what the heck does big mean? Oh, yeah. So, I've gone through this. So I got like literally like it was like a, I don't know if it was a ten kilogram or ten pound, but it was like a massive bag of flour, and. We went like it. It lasted a good long time. We gave it away to people, and it still yeah. took forever to get through. So, yeah. You you also you've you've done that with garlic too. That was less of our own accord. Yeah, but you ended up with a big old. Tell me that story. You ended up with a big old jar of garlic. Big old jar of garlic. Yeah, we just ordered like a small one, and I guess that one must have been out of stock. So they just said, "Hey, you want the ten kilogram one?" Yeah, and you're like, sure, I don't know the metric system. Yeah. Do you want a 15-pound one? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's get into uh, the film that we're reviewing, the midweek bonus episode. Right, which is uh, uh, Mission Impossible. Um, Platinum Finger. Platinum Finger? No. Oh, my uh, God. The third James Bond film, Goldfinger. Yep. From, yeah, so uh, yeah. for those of you who don't know, we are chronologically working through all of the James Bond films, even the mm-hmm. two non-Eon ones, the yes. two that were not uh, produced by Eon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we haven't done either of those yet, but you know, when we get to them, it's sure to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never seen any of the James Bond films. No. And so we are rectifying that. Mm-hmm. Rectif- rectify is a weird word. It's uncomfortable. I think rect. Any anything with rect feels, you know, <laughs> like I, I, you know, maybe I'm. I don't. I don't want to be anal about this. I just think it's. I think it's. It's fair that it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, um, I, sure. So I came up with a rating system. Mm-hmm. Um, that isn't seven on, items long, which would have been perfect. Right. It's how many is it? It's eight. It is eight. Ah. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Shit. But y- y- you can't take any out that you put in. They're all they're all needed. So I feel like they're all yeah. crucial. Uh, and so I rank them on a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tally it up. I find the average. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I I punch it all into the computer, and the computer tells me. It does it for me. I can't. There's no. (laughs) There's no capability to be doing that kind of crap. (laughs) Um, And then yeah, and then we we kind of rank them, and 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 and, Mm then we go from there. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. (laughs) 
So before we go our breakdown, breakdown or breakdown by category, uh, I'm going to start with two trivia questions. Two. Okay. Okay. Ooh. This Ooh. one, the first one. <laughs> Sorry, it's I. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had any sort of social interaction. I've forgotten how to. I've forgotten how to act around people. Yeah. I I practiced these questions to a volleyball before we got on the air. Mm. Mm. Okay, so the volleyball the f- being tossed back and forth between a bunch of really oiled up shirtless men. Hey, do not take Top Gun in vain. Uh, it's, but I mean, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, so this first question, I went down quite a bit of a rabbit hole. So it's not gonna, it's like, it has like a thread to do with James Bond and then just kind of goes off on its own thing. So, right, okay. Here we go. So the first question is in reality, how much Nazi gold was actually recovered from Lake Toplitz? So in the film, if you or the viewers remember, James Bond goes to a black tie dinner with M and some other boring British aristocrat or banker or financialist. And uh, they... As you do. As, as one does. Um, and they give Bond a gold brick to kind of bait uh, Goldfinger to get in, fall into their ploy. And that brick of gold was apparently from the Nazi treasure that was found at Lake Toplitz, according, you know, to this story plot. So my well, question was, to you... It was, it was stamped with a, with a Third Reich emblem. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if it was in the movie, uh, that was the real one that they used, obviously. It must have been real. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, in real life, not in James Bond, how much gold did okay. they actually recover at Lake Toplitz in Austria? Oh, gosh. I... And by how much, Are I don't we, mean like, like bricks, just like how much was it worth? Oh, uh, nowadays or back then? I wasn't sure how to ask this. Let's just go, is one easier than the other for you? You can go for either. What do you mean? Like, like oh, if, you have both numbers? Yeah. So if if it's okay. easier for you to be like, okay, in 2020, it's worth this. Yeah, if, I'll go, I'll go modern day. Sure. Um, yep. Modern day, I would, I mean... I don't know as much as I'd like to about this stuff. I don't sure. know as much as I'd like to about the Nazis and sure. and all of the wonderfully horrible things that they did. Right. Um, and I don't mean that. Like, no, I, I feel I, like that's going to be taken that, out of context. That, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, I, f- I feel like from a historical there, perspective, right? Yeah, you. He just, did. You know, it's like I feel like I'm describing Voldemort. He did. He did great things. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> right. But great. Right, like you just mean from a historical perspective, you you wish you uh, knew from more. a historical impressive. They were they were impressive as shit. Right. What they were able to to do. Um, but as human being, is what they did to other human beings is obviously horrible. I would, yeah. I even, you know, yeah. Um, God, but I feel like they. I do feel like you know they were. The obsessive type. Oh yeah. Like I feel like once they once they set out to to achieve something, they they you know mm-hmm. they were an all or nothing bunch. Right. I'm I'm gonna say. Oh man. I'm gonna say five billion dollars, and that could be way off. Sure. That but... could be. It's I I I'm thinking it's either. Pretty close or way too high? <laughs> it's 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 a tough question, right? 
So the rea- in reality, none was recovered from Lake Toplitz. Wow. Uh, so, so it's a tough question because it's a bullshit question. <laughs> so this is where it's not it even gets, a real question. This is where it gets on the rabbit hole, and it, I I, don't, I want to bring this out because I literally like stopped watching the movie and like followed five different like internet links to get to the, the where I got to here. So obviously, okay. treasure obviously was stolen in the Second World War by the Nazis. They stole it from individuals and they took a bunch of paintings, paintings, didn't they? art, books. valuables, jewelry. And it was discovered post, like at the end of the war and following the war in caves, mines, vaults, etc. Just not in this particular instance at Lake Toplitz. Um, and although most of valuables were found, much was never accounted for. So this has led to several treasure stories at different Austrian lakes, uh, including Lake Toplitz, including uh, the Lake Lunersee, I think it's pronounced. And I for love various Austrian lakes. So. So I love Austria. I've never, I've only, I've never been to any of these lakes, but they look beautiful when I was like Googling them. Looking Have you been up. to Austria? I think I've, I've been one, it was like literally like driving through. Uh, wow. it was, so it was like one afternoon. I want to go to Austria. I, I want to do the Pretty Sound of you. Music tour. I don't. Yeah. In Salzburg. Oh, Absolutely. That's, preach. that's. Yeah. Preach. Hundred percent preach, but yeah. So, so for various reasons, there's a lot of lore about different treasures still being unfound. Whether sure. it's at these lakes, whether you know different water levels nowadays or dams, some some things have never been found. But I found two interesting things about Lake Toplitz that I I absolutely have to share, and okay. I I found it so interesting. So one something that actually was in Lake Toplitz was apparently over a hundred million of counterfeit pound sterling notes. And the reason was they were dumped in the lake after something called Operation Bernard. And it was apparently an operation that never fully was put in action, but the plan was to make British banknotes by the Third Reich, drop them over Britain, and bring a collapse to the British economy during the Second World War. Like, oh yeah, because okay, that's cool. crazy. Like yeah, just like drop a bunch of money and you just like throw another country's economy in a tizzy. That's dirty warfare, man. It apparently, it never happened. They just dumped it in a lake in their own domain. So yeah, like ah uh, no, this is not a good idea. It, it from like I feel like that would make a great James Bond film though. Oh yeah, totally. Um, when the, I direct mine. <laughs> the other the other cool thing about Lake Toplets. I have no knowledge about like expertise in inland lakes, so this could be like literally most lakes, but I, I thought it was cool. So if it's about most lakes, then it's just something that's cool that you should all know. It's still cool. So Lake Toplitz specifically contains no oxygen below 20 meters, and fish can only survive in the top 18 meters. Is below 20 meters, it's just too salty. So I just... Wait. Yeah. It contains zero oxygen? Apparently. But water like but water is comprised of oxygen. Yeah. But I guess just uh it must just not it says no, but it must just be amounts of oxygen not able to sustain a fish's right. life. Okay. Cuz that's true. There should be some trace amounts, but So right, maybe cuz isn't that what they do? Like they breathe in, they take in the water. And they're like right through the gills. Their g- gills like filter out the oxygen from the water or something. That's, I don't know. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, that's how I understand it anyway. 
So yeah, I just thought well, it was interesting that the, this lake has like a salt concentration that's too high below a certain level because most lakes are fresh water and the oxygen thing was cool. So if that's something about all lakes that I should have known before, then sue me. But I thought it was cool. I will. <laughs> I will have my attorney contact your attorney. <laughs> okay. The other question is a recurring question on this show, and it's the final question. Oh God, that was one question. That was just one question. I only Jeez, asked you one question. Man. The question is, where does James Bond Goldfinger rank on the Rotten Tomatoes ranking list? Or on the tomato oh, meter? Oh, gosh. So a percentage out of 100, where do you think it ranks? Oh, see, that's not what you've asked me in the past. You've mm. asked me, uh, that's, like, sorry. Where does it rank compared to the other films, and what percentage do you think it is? Okay. Um, the problem is mm-hmm. I don't remember where the other ones rank. Oh, I'll tell you right now. Um, uh, okay. Because that would be impossible to remember week to week. Like it's, yeah. Dr. No and From Russia With Love, so the only other two we've done, both were 95%, and they were tied for second on the list. So there's and there's a few for second. There's a few tied for second. And that's all I'll say. Okay. Um I would Okay, so here's the struggle. Sure. I mean, this is this is maybe a bit of a spoiler. Sure. I liked this movie better than the first two. Okay. Okay. So I would like to think that it scored higher than the first two. Right. But. But then the only place to go is to first. Right. And I don't know, like. And there's a lot of films you haven't seen. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, so for me so far, number Mm -hmm. one, like of the ones I've watched, number one makes total sense. Sure. Right? Because, I mean. For sure. Of the ones I've seen, it was, of the three I've watched, it's the best. Right. Uh, but I don't know, like, it feels like risky business. <laughs> feels like, ris- I got to go for it. I got to say it's number one. Okay. I don't think that's true right. because how could it be? And I, and it's also maybe depressing to me <laughs> if it is, because yeah. that means I've got like, I've got a really big yeah. downhill journey from here. Well, to me, if, um, it's, if that's the reality, yeah, that is depressing because then the next 22 movies are just worse. Are garbage. Are garbage. So yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I got, but I got to do it because I liked sure. it better. Sure. And so it, 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 yeah. Let's lock it in, lock it in and let's go. All right. Number, number one. It is number one. Wow. It, that's depressing. And it got 98%. Holy. Yeah. Moly. Mm-hmm. So just out of context, right. one more gets 95% and then all the rest are downhill. So all downhill. It's well, all that's downhill. I mean Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes Cause... gets it wrong sometimes, so there's always hope. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's crack into this sucker. Okay. <laughs> You're sad now, I can tell. I'm <laughs> I'm not hopeful for the future. But, okay, but you know this as well as anyone else, like Think of a good movie that you've seen and it just gets poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. So there's there's outliers. There's I have hope. It's 
it'll be okay. Yeah, it's possible. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just jump right into it. So my sure. my eight categories mm-hmm. are plot, okay. portrayal of Bond, right, villain, okay. gadgets, yep, fighting slash action, sure, Bond girl, yes, supporting characters, mm. and the Bond song. Not the not the do 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 do, but the like, <laughs> you know. Wait, the the wait. song the sleazy song with the girls dancing. You, my ooh, I have one category that was different. It was instead of the Bond song, it was the James Bond's hair. Ooh, yeah. That's, I'll, I'll just change seems that. Seems to real. be receding yeah. continuously. I'll just change films. that real quick here. Okay. Um. So. Mm-hmm. For plot. Sure. I gave this a seven. Interesting. This was so much more. This was <laughs> such an un like. It had a couple of moments where I was like, sure. "Okay, sure, this is maybe going over my head more than it's supposed to." Yeah. But aside from that, this was <laughs> so much more of a simple, understandable plot. Yes. Yes. You have a guy who's yep. obsessed with gold. Yes. And wants his gold. You know. Could be like, oh, I'm going to steal all of the gold. But no, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. that's too much work. Yes. Instead, and too <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. It's too suspicious because then I've got the gold and everyone's going to come looking at me. Mm-hmm. Whereas instead, I can go to the, what was it, the Pentagon? Uh, no, no, Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, it was like weeks ago when we watched this. It now. was a long um, time ago. And uh, I can go there. And I can make all of the the the, the existing gold that's there mm-hmm. radioactive. Right. I, I can, can contaminate I can, it all. I can control the market. Yeah. Then it'll be useless for the next 50 years, mm-hmm. and my gold will quadruple in value. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. And that's how I'll make my... It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And it's straightforward. Like, that's, that's literally... There's no, like, mm, I'm a double, triple agent who's no. now... You know, and this is, hmm, uh, no, it was just like, it was so simple and straightforward. Uh, So I gave it a seven. I didn't want to give it higher than a seven. Like I really liked it, but I wanted to, I wanted to leave some room on the scale. Right. Uh, But seven, I saw it. I was interested and it wasn't hard to follow. That's actually a really good point that I think I just kind of forgot. And I, it was so easy to follow that I didn't even give it points for that but compared to the last two where you know you have to go on wikipedia and be like okay what is happening right now never happened with goldfinger right yeah i also eerily gave it a seven wow yeah there we go i my only and this is just kind of a funny thing but there was only like the one part of the film where i was kind of scratching my head where i where i asked myself like is this what james bond is now was where we followed him around like doing a troll job during a golf match just right. kind of seemed weird to me but i don't know i thought that was funny it was like i'm not saying was it it was just it was unique and and smart like it was again there was there was there a lot was, of wittiness right, to right his uh his actions there one have you ever um watched no, a film not if i can help it <laughs> sorry sorry have you ever watched a film and then there's a reference made to another film, and then that's you kind of branch out from that, and you like, I don't know if there's a t- 
term for that, like chain watching films, but like you use references in films to choose what film you watch next. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, if... No, I, I, not that I can think of, sure. but I will say that like watching this movie gave me, oh, I should go watch Austin Powers Gold Member vibes because mm. it's, it's basically a direct like right. a, a a direct rip off of this. Oh, one. see I haven't seen that. Oh um, man. What what so what I'm thinking about is I this is the only really classic bond I had ever watched before. Oh. And that's really? why I wanted specifically to guest on this one. But Interesting. I, of all the Sean Connery ones and then like the weird ones that we'll get into from like the 70s and 80s, this was really the only one that I had knowledge of. And what led me wow. to this was I saw this was referenced in another pop culture film. So we've reviewed that film. It's one of my favorite films of all time. It's uh, Catch Me If You Can, where you see that classic scene where Leonardo DiCaprio's in the theater and Bond is on the balcony and he's like, James Bond, James Bond. And right. The cool sequence of like the poker game going on and like the radio and everything. So that yeah, Catch yeah, Me yeah. If You Can kind of led me to this. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, seven out of ten so, for the plot. So that's interesting. So there's a whole world of exploration coming up for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first time we've really discussed. Like, I don't think I knew until now right. the extent of My, what you'd seen and what you hadn't. Right. Because this is this is more your project, and that's it's. I right. I have said from the start. What are we doing? Watching all twenty five of them, and I'm coming. I'm coming over to your side. I'm I'm seeing the merit in it, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, category two is portrayal of Bond. Mm. I gave this an eight. I sure. thought he was. I thought he was. You know. Mm-hmm. I thought this was the best Bondy Bond we had seen him do so far. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was. You know, just yeah, like the 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 poker game, which wasn't actually poker; it was gin. Um, right. Whether right. it was gin or it was um, the golf match, mm. or like, I think I think the moments I really liked were the moments where Goldfinger had Bond captive. Oh yeah. Um, but was still fraternizing with them. Like, would have yes. them come out yes. and sit and have brunch. Or something, right? Yep. Uh, the moments where Goldfinger would be monologuing to him, mm-hmm. and um, and to me that was just very—I don't know. <laughs> there was just something. There was something about how he kept his cool, yeah, the whole time it, that felt very Bond. That's actually a really good point because it's not there, there wasn't a lot of hostility other than like the one scene where there's like the laser about to kill Bond, but there right. was there there was kind of like a can't I don't know. I, that's a good point. There, there, there was a lot of interaction, I guess, as a result of their their lack of hostility or isolation mm. from one another. Yeah. Um, look over your shoulder. Yeah. Do you are you getting the feeling that like in public school you would get when someone's looking over your shoulder and like copying the answers off your test? Uh, no, but there have been several times where I've made something happen that I can't explain. Um, that, that's not important, I, and that's nor the question I asked. Oh, sorry, that was Harry Potter. <laughs> I sorry, <laughs> um, but actually, eerily, I also gave Betrayal of Bond an eight out of ten. 
Wow. I, I just I just enjoy Sean Connery in us. this role. Um, the the one thing, and I like obviously this isn't great and it doesn't age well, but it's just kind of funny from a oh boy the sixties, um, where there's the scene at the pool where Bond is with his gal, I guess you'd say, mm. and he's like, "Say yep. hello to Felix. Say goodbye to Felix." Man talk, and then slaps her on the butt and pushes her away. Yeah, that was a very like. <laughs> That was one of the Bond misogynistic moments. Yeah. But it was like, but it's it's like it's Bond from the 60s. Right. And so it's like, right. you know, that that would not have been viewed as him being a pig. Mm-hmm. That would have been viewed as him being sexy, mm-hmm. as being this kind of like right. in in control kind For sure. of, you know. And, Man, and, times and, have, and it's times in the changed. Oh, yeah. Like in the context, if that happened today, that would be horrible. Oh, yeah. Looking yeah. back, it's not that it's a great thing, but it's it's the times, right? Like they're... Right. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, um, next. Next category. I, I'm now, like, I'm going to be really disappointed if <laughs> if we rate something differently because now, now I feel like we're... So... It's a, it's a contest. Yeah. We need to, you know. Uh, so villain. Okay. I gave this a nine. Ooh. I I thought he, I mean, the movie's named after him. Sure. Which isn't everything, because Dr. No was named after Dr. No, and I didn't think Dr. No was all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he's just, he was he was simple in what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We got, to, we got to see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of character development there. For, oh, for sure. Uh. And he was just the right amount of, like, I think the problem with From Russia With Love is that the villain didn't have a gimmick. No. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. but this one was so good because not only do you get Goldmember, mm-hmm. but you get Odd Job as well. Right. Yeah. Who throws a hat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have So, have you not seen any of the Austin Powers movies? No. Okay. Well, so yeah, there's this there's this great spoof where there's this this <laughs> Asian guy sure. who is dressed the exact same way. Oh, cool! But he throws his shoe. <laughs> I think you'd get a kick out of them just because I they're so heavily, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think I might. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I gave it a I gave it a nine because cool. I I just he was just you know he was compelling to me. Mm-hmm. I so unfortunately this is where we stray and now I'm kind of second guessing myself because I'm in agreement with what you're saying so I'm wondering if I gave it too low of, low of a score but I gave him a 6 out of 10. Okay. And that's fair. Yeah. It's still I I think I would have been I think I would have argued if you had given it less than a 5. Right. Yeah. And uh, the things I wrote down were all positive so I don't have a real reason for why I didn't give him as high but uh, again, you touched on this. I think he had the most interesting scheme just of not, I want to blow up the so world. Far. I want to do, so yeah. far. I don't, I just want to control the supply and demand of a certain commodity and then I will I just rule, get rich. rule it. Yeah. And it's such a- I don't care in, about the governments. I don't care about different right. organizations. I just want to get rich. But, and just the way he's going to do it, like not just rob a yeah. bank, like just, I thought that it was pretty neat. Um, right, because that was that was a great line when he's like, you know, Bond's talking about, you know, uh, 
how what is your plan how are you going to rob fort knox right right and he's like i'm i'm not planning on taking any of the gold yeah right and it was yeah it was just it was so good i'm not sure if this is good or bad uh but it was interesting and i viewed goldfinger as a bit of a foil to bond just right kind of like someone that just makes bond look better like goldfinger is older he's less in shape and this has to be said his style what he's wearing in the golf match is absolutely atrocious and horrid. Oh, I loved it. It was so bad. Oh, I, ate, I ate that up. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, one one more question. This sure. is actually a question. The others were comments. How often does Goldfinger transport prisoners on his plane that he not has not only has one but two peepholes in the guest bathroom? Uh, I, I don't like, know where to go with that. Like, how much peeping does he do that he needs two peepholes? I mean, you can never have enough peepholes. <laughs> how like right now in your house? Sure. How many peepholes do you have? None that I know of. Right. Okay. So that's <laughs> so probably just the three then. <laughs> right. That's right. alarming. Okay. That is alarming. Uh, so gadgets. Mm-hmm. I gave this a six, sure. which isn't super high. No. But it is the highest that I've given one. Sure. Because, uh, I mean, this was, gadget-wise, mm-hmm. this was a step up, first of all. Oh, sure. We have the Aston Martin. Yes. Oh. Let's just... Moment of silence for the and so an Aston Martin <laughs> that's got an oil slick mm. and has got the bullet shield. Yep. And has got the an machine a- guns. An ashtray. I think it had an ashtray as an well. An ashtray. An yeah. ejection seat. Mm. Yep. Right? So all of that was was in and of itself just hunky dory. Oh yeah. Uh I didn't give it higher. Because I we're still not on the level of like laser watches no. and chewing gum that explodes and <laughs> right. stuff like that. Sure. Um but I I can't begin to tell you uh how much joy I felt when uh like just the interactions with Q. Mm. Yes. Right. And the moments of like the whole briefing scene. When he's like bringing him up to speed and showing him, well, 007, <laughs> these are our latest gadgets, the right. the MW74, and the, you know, and then and then ends it all off with, please try to bring these all back in one piece, 007. Like, mm, yes, I I don't know what it is, you know. Like I mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the movies. I played a couple of video games, so I think that's right. what that's harking back to sure. on for me. Yep. Uh, but something about hearing him say that, something about, please try to bring these back in one piece, 007. Just, that is James Bond. It it makes me giddy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I Sorry, what did you give it out of 10? I gave it a six. Interesting. I, too, gave it a six. Wow. So you're just so far you're just wrong about the villain. <laughs> I So ultimately, I I think I just feel the exact same. I think it's. I liked it better. This is. This is. I like the gadgets most in this film thus far, but it still has some room for improvement. 
the I gave it lower than it could have just because the obvious card cheating earpiece that Goldfinger's holding and like poking every time it's his turn to make a move is a little cornball. Mm. And but otherwise, I loved the Aston Martin and obviously the ejector seat. Even like the foul that was on his scuba hat at the beginning, just I loved. And oh yeah, I think most of all, and I, I put this as a gadget. It's not really a gadget, but just the tuxedo under a dry suit was phenomenal. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Felt mm. very gentleman spy. Hmm. Um, fights in action. Sure. I gave it a six as well. Sure. Again, it, there wasn't. There were no fights that were super memorable. Hmm. No. I wouldn't say so. Right? The action was kind of... I mean, the car chase was really cool. Yes. Uh, And aside from that, it was just kind of mediocre. Sure. Yeah. I gave it very close to what you did. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Ultimately, I I think it's improved from some of the previous action in the previous movies. Um, The only two things that I just wanted to point out was there was that car sequence where literally the car exploded before it went off the cliff. Yeah. Not not the cliche, like the car lands in the cliff and blows up, which is a thing of its own. It blew up midair. It blew up before it. What the hell was that? I I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, It's a good thing that thing got off the road. It was ready to blow. It was, to be honest, James, you know, James Bond shouldn't have any guilt over that because they were doomed anyway if that car was going to blow like a Oh, that was, that was faulty wiring at its finest. That is, that is class action lawsuit written all over it, so. Yeah, that's not even, that's not even manslaughter. (laughs) Um, The only other thing, and I don't mean this as a serious critique, but when I was watching it from a filmmaking point of view, did we really need to see all 10 minutes of that car being demolished in the dump? Like, <laughs> like I feel uh, like I feel like they should, could have shown it like starting to be crumpled and like cut to the scene of like, like being in a cube. Like it would have had the same influence on me as, as a but viewer. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I just... mean, that's that's the that's the era, right? Like in um, <laughs> in Vertigo, do you really need to see their entire car trip to where they're going? Oh, it was so long. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a coffee, get a snack. And by then they should be almost finished crushing this car. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 7 out of 10. Cool. Bond girl. Sure. I gave this a big fat 4. Hmm. Which I think is the lowest I've given one so far. I think oh, it's really? it's gradu- it's gradually gotten worse. Sure. Yep. Um so far Honey Rider was still my favorite. Yes. Um yes. and this just like at times because this was another one, like this was one where the Bond girl was also like, was kind of working for the other side. Right. Yeah. It just didn't, I think that hurt it for me that it it just didn't feel like that quintessential. Right. Bond girl. Right. So this is, I'm a little spooked right now because I too gave it a four out of 10. Man. So, (laughs) <laughs> we we mostly disagree on movies, apparently, except for 007. Except for 007. So, uh, this is you know. So, like, I, I, I feel like I need to stress, 
we haven't we haven't conferred with each other. We no. genuinely don't know no. what each other's scores are. No. Weird. Mm-hmm. So okay. ultimately, ultimately, I feel the very same as you do because I didn't have a huge attachment to the the Bond girl. And I feel like Dr. No really set set some high standards that haven't been matched in the, the subsequent films. Oh, yeah. Honey and, Rider was great. Yeah. And, and this film... And I hope I, she shows up again at some point. <laughs> Maybe. Who Honey, knows? what are you doing here on this beach? <laughs> that was creepy. Doesn't make, any, doesn't make any sense. We're in Japan. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> oh, well, get in the back of the boat and we'll have sex again. Like... <laughs> Which seems to be his go-to. Like, do, they, do you think they know how to end a movie other than him getting freaky in the back of a boat? It's true, actually. Like, I feel like there geez. should be a drinking game every time that like intercourse or intercourse is implied on a boat for James Bond. On a boat, yeah. On a boat, just. Uh, but yeah, so my my problem is I feel like there were three Bond girls because they all had like equal screen time because there was the chick who got covered with gold, her sister, and then Pussy Galore. And yeah, well, I'm so I'm I'm, I mean I'm factoring in Pussy Galore as and the because she's because she's the one with the name. She's the main one, but I'm just saying it felt like there was just like three different ones, and it's like okay, you're getting attached to one. No, there's another, and it's like okay, finally it is Pussy Galore that we're supposed to realize that is the Bond girl, right? Pussy Galore, the girl whose parents hated her, apparently. <laughs> maybe maybe it meant something what? else in their culture. I don't, I don't well, know. Frederick, watch this. She's going to get bullied at school. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> maybe it's short hi, form for my, something like Priscilla. My, hi, my name is Pussy Galore. No, but you don't. Like, it's short even if form. your name is Priscilla. <laughs> You you wear that like a proud badge. You don't go, oh, my name's Pussy Galore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's sending that's sending the wrong message. To I, I don't know how to. I don't know what to say. I don't. There's nothing you can say. Sir. Nothing, the only thing I can say is that tussle that James Bond and uh, Miss Galore had in the hay was so inappropriate. Oh yeah. Like just next level. Like no means no, James. Exactly. My only question, and it's not really about Bond Girl, but it involves one of the three girls I just mentioned. Hmm? Oddjob whips his hat at her in the woods, and she like dies. Like a boss. Yep. Like a boss. I'm. I'm not. I'm not taking away from that at all. Like that's. Have you ever had a hat whipped at you? Once. And, and you're lucky that you're here to tell me <laughs> tell about, about it. it. Well, that's my Jeez. point. Why why isn't her head clean off? Because he throws it and it takes like statues' heads off. Why well, is her hat. head? So it's no, it's a different hat. So it's kind of like the penguin when he's got different umbrellas and each oh, one does something different. That's this was, disappointing. This was, you you don't know a soft brim when you see a soft brim. <laughs> I'm still I'm still naive when it comes to murdering hats. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like it's like uh, the hat's kind of like that that magnetic razor blade that or saw blade from uh, from Wild Wild West. Right. Right. Mm, That's okay. those are the vibes I was getting. Right. Yeah. And it, it's a good day when something gives me Wild <laughs> Wild West vibes. Sure. That is a man's <laughs> head. 
<laughs> oh, so good. I, just, I want a T-shirt that says that. That is a man's head. But, uh, but I want it to be Will Smith from, like, the wrong movie. Mm. Like, I want it to clearly be him from I Am Legend. And it just says, <laughs> that is a man's head. Or The that Pursuit of so Happiness. Happy. I think the, yeah. pers- the Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, or Hitch. Or, or, or <laughs> the, pur- the Pursuit of Happiness with him on a jet ski like he wasn't Hitch. <laughs> Make this hey, happen. Hitch is Hitch is one of my favorite films, so I it's approve. It's so good. I approve. Uh, supporting characters. Sure. Yeah. I I also gave this a four. Okay. And I would say that that entire four, all four points that it amassed, mm-hmm. can be can be uh, attributed to Q. Sure. Aside oh, yeah. from that, there's like. What there's the the useless agents with the binoculars. <laughs> they didn't help. No. Not even a little. Right. Like like as far as supporting characters go. Right. It's kind of just Q and then not really anyone else for the majority of the film for quite some time. Yeah. I so, so I, gave I gave it a 4. I gave it a bit higher and again I'm questioning why I did, but I gave it a 6 out of 10. Oh, wow. And now that's because I didn't include Odd Job in the villain. I'm including him as a supporting character. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, see, so, that, so that kind of explains it. Also, I love how would, yeah. I love how his job title is literally the admiral admirable manservant. <laughs> that's how Goldfinger refers to him. Some of yeah. us need to start at the bottom and work our way up, Pete. It's not. I'm not. It. The title, no. admirable no, manservant. No, you're being. No, you're being judgy. That is not judgy at all. That is not just, all of us can. Not all of us can sell cotton candy outside of the Walmart, and I think you need to just back <laughs> off a little bit right now. Hey, it's lucrative. And consider yourself it's, lucky. With the lines at Walmart these days, it's never been more lucrative. And who's oh, laughing sure. now? Get your candy flash. Yeah, no, I've seen you out there. <laughs> so what? one reason I didn't give it higher was for idiot number 27 so far in this series that was the plot necessary guard who opens James Bond's cell uh, yeah. at the Goldfinger Ranch when Bond is like ducking around and obviously just is trying to bait him into opening the door. And without this- I just this... want to see that scene from a different angle. <laughs> I want to see what- Kind of like how low can you go limbo shit he's doing. And then like how he got to the ceiling, sucked in his gut and maneuvered his way up onto the, you know. But I mean, Bond's Bond's escape doesn't shouldn't occur in this scene without that idiot opening the door. And the only the only other thing that I want to comment and I I'm kind of making fun, but I'm also kind of like respect is I like how much also another foil that Felix Leiter is to James Bond. Because yes. he also is just older, he's less hip. And I love, I actually love how Are in a crying? stakeout, like in a spy movie, during a stakeout, he's literally inside a KFC. Oh like, yeah, he's useless. Oh my god. It's, he's useless. Uh, he's just He's just there. He's just getting his twelve dozen or two do- his dozen pack of whatever you get. I don't know what you get at KFC, but he's not doing his job. Yeah, can I get a twelve pack <laughs> of popcorn chicken, <laughs> like, sir? That's that's not how we measure the pot. We just kind of scoop it. <laughs> no, I no, I want a twelve pack. 
like, a popcorn chicken. Like, literally his partner is like, hey, that car we're supposed to follow just went down the street. And he, like, has to leave the KFC. He's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. All right, let's move on before I, before I lose it. Fine. Final category. I I think we should have moved on a little while ago if that was our goal. Um, <laughs> final category is Bond song. Right. I gave it a seven. This mm. is like again, uh, it it's it felt right. Yep. Uh, it felt very espionage, James Bondy. Mm-hmm. And but I wanted to leave a little bit more room on the scale, so sure. I I, yep. I plunked her in at a seven. I gave it an eight, so very close to you. In my books, this is by far the best Bond song thus th- thus far. Oh, and, yeah. It's definitely better than the other two. Oh, yeah. And it's better in my mind for two reasons. One is just I can measure on my, like, in my soul, yes, it's be- the best of the three thus far. But kind of like Catch Me If You Can kind of brought me into this film, and I, I liked it. The reason I also like this song is it's heavily influenced by my viewing and love of the best TV show of all, one of the best TV shows of all time, Frasier, where he and his brother and his dad like are at this bar, and they're I forget why they're there, but they're kind of down and out, and the dad tries to cheer them up, and they go to the piano player at the bar, and they're like, "Hey, like, what songs can you play?" And the guy's like, uh, "Either Happy Birthday or Goldfinger." So the dad's right. like. All right, play play Goldfinger, and they all sing it, and they get into it, and it's Gold it's funny. Yeah. yeah, so I'll send you the link after, but that that's part of the reason I like the song. But obviously, just of, on its own, it's the best so far. It's a memorable song. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, I was uh, I was chatting with someone this afternoon mm. about the fact that we were this was our next episode, mm-hmm. um, and they they like started to to sing the song. That's that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's cool. I have so. one more category that I'm, I think that's just kind of my MO that I'm going to add on at the end. Each time. Okay. Each time is the one liners category. Right. So I've got it into zingers and classics. So from the classics perspective, obviously when he's on the balcony and says Bond, James Bond is just so, um, it's so over the top and cliche that it's amazing in my books. And. The other is where he's attached to that table about to possibly be killed. And he's like, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. I feel like that is in some video games, non even non-James Bond video games, and in some pop culture references. So the zingers, when he throws the fan into the tub and he says, shocking. And then, yeah, that was good. That was so good. And then when Odd Job dies, Odd Job like is Bond puts the power cord against those bars and electrocutes Odd Job. And yep. so, someone asks, "What happened to your butler friend?" He blew a fuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. are good. That so, was good. Overall, good. I gave it a made out good. of ten. Good. Yeah. So the moment of truth. <sighs> And just for clarity, just so you and I are on the same page, I don't include my one-liner category, so we're just marking the same okay. categories for this score. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, Dr. No mm-hmm. got a 5.3. Okay. Yep. From Russia with Love had a 5.1. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think we gave the exact same score to From Russia with Love. We did, but... We came up with it 
via different yes yeah things yep which yeah yep um and goldfinger <sighs> gets a 6.4 <laughs> so wow. it's up up a full 1.1 points from right doctor no yeah interesting I, I i was so close i was a 6.5 wow that's See, incredible here's a question i have and maybe sure. i need to reevaluate my list sure um cuz i'm looking at them and one like one four is able to really destroy the nine that the villain has. Mm, sure. And like I'm wondering, you know, like there's certain things like should supporting characters carry as much weight as right plot. Right. right. So I don't yeah, know, but that's I don't know. How to, I don't know how to do that otherwise. So. Yeah, I guess you could weight them differently, but it it gets kind of complicated. We proceed on this faulty ship of faultiness. <laughs> Speaking of faulty ships, I'm just going to do some housekeeping real quick. Okay. I feel like that was a good tangent, was it not? That was that was a great segue. <laughs> like, follow, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Depending do on it. the platform that you're listening to, check out the links below. So our main pages are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like us on there if you haven't done so already. Leave us a good comment. Um, you can also check down the link below to our Patreon page. If you feel so inclined, you can support our show. And it, it helps keep the lights on, helps pay the bills, helps us grow and improve the show. If you're already a Patreon supporter, thank you for your support. And I think that's about it for housekeeping. Do it. Yeah. Do it now. <laughs> Man, mm. I need to get back out into the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go on loopy. Yes. Loopy. Uh, mm-hmm. Professor anyway. Lupus. What? Professor Lupus. It's oh. a, it's the the new spin-off where Dr. House meets Harry Potter. <laughs> I would probably maybe watch that. That'd be incredible. Could be. That'd be really messed up. I mean, he's in, he's British, so yeah. it works. Yeah. Glory. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Well, Thank you so much for coming on this this joyride, mm-hmm. this pleasure pursuit, mm-hmm. this titillating journey, mm. this boat ride, boat ride of <laughs> and all that of, comes with it of all the things that happen on boat rides. <laughs> you know what I mean. You might get splashed. Meh. Whoa. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like there's too much room for interpretation the, no. in that statement. No. That, that happens no, on no. boat rides. Goodbye. <laughs>